Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of the Report. Today, we're going to talk about the Cowboys wrapping up the uh, the win versus the Falcons. Mike, what was your what was your feeling on this game? Man, a roller coaster emotions, right? They they came out in the in in, in the first quarter and was just fumbling, fumbling, fumbling Palooza. And uh, the the two fake punts that, you know, the fourth and five and then the Chris Jones short pass to Darian Thompson there, um, I, I liked it. I'm going to be honest. I liked the call. Now, the fourth and five, that was way too long. But just Mike McCarthy to have the balls to go do that kind of stuff says a lot. And uh, – and so I, I liked it. The only thing I didn't like, well, there's a lot of things I didn't like, but one of the things that really I scratched my head on was that two-point conversion play. Um, like, what play design was that? <laughs> you got you got Dalton Schultz, who's having a monster game. You got C.D. Lamb having a monster game. Amari Cooper, monster game, right? And they do a fake flick and expect Zeke to go get it? I, I that's that that call that two point conversion call really made me scratch my head and it kind of PO'd me a little bit because that was just a horrible call down there, Joe. What was your reaction? Uh, it was just a roller coaster of emotions, you know what I mean? Just the the start of the game was just absolutely awful. So, you um, know, I'm glad for the victory, but you know, if we didn't. If we didn't get that, <clears throat> we were lost. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, the 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 onside kick, man. I mean, just Jones Bones Fossil talked about it being in slow motion on the sidelines, right? Even at my TV, it, it was slow motion for me too because it was like it's rolling, it's rolling. It's there's no way, there's no way, and then boom, you know, CJ Goodwin fell on it, and uh, my goodness, what I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if that was luck, I don't know if that was uh, by design, I, I because because the Falcons called a timeout before they attempted it to to get things together, and I don't know what the Falcons missed, I don't know what seventeen that that seventeen guy or what Hayden Hurst missed, but. Holy smokes. I mean, that was probably the craziest play I've ever seen in football. It was just that slow watermelon top onside kick. Yeah, absolutely, man. It, it, that, was a, that was a miraculous play. You know, sometimes you got to have these, uh, these wild finishes, man. The Cowboys, they had one in this one. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm happy for it. You couldn't go zero and two, zero and two. You got a twelve percent chance of doing anything. So, how big was that, Mike? Just getting coming out of this one and one. What did that mean to you in this? It, it means a lot. Um, being down twenty to zero, and the chances of them. I think I read somewhere the chances of them actually winning that football game was a one percent chance. Um, pro- probably slimmer than that. Uh, and uh, it, it, it's good because 
It shows number. It shows a lot of things. But here, I'm just going to give you a few. Right. It shows Mike McCarthy has balls. It shows that players are believing in a Mike McCarthy system because I, I believe under Jason Garrett, I think we probably would have down 40 points and we probably would have even moved anything. Right. Um, it shows it shows that players are buying into what Mike McCarthy is selling. Um, it, it shows that uh, Bones Fossil kind of knows what the hell he's doing. Right. I mean, we've been praising this guy since from day one. And he I know he probably finally proved something. Um, that's th this game right here shows a lot. And those are just three. Yeah, man, just just like one of those kinds of crazy games that you got to come out with it. So, you know, we're in first place now. NFC East one and one. Um you know, I think we're tied with uh, Washington because they got they got blown away after their you know their comeback win the week before. So, oh man, just just uh, we had to have this game because we got Seattle next, Mike, and these guys can light it up on the scoreboard, man. They can, they can, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll I'll we'll we'll touch on those stats later. But I, I wanted to get into the the player stocks rise and fall. And uh, I'm going to break this down here real quick. Dalton Schultz, the rise of a stock right here, all right? Yeah. Really battled back day and night uh, between, you know, a couple of drop passes in week one to almost really having 100 yards in his first career NFL touchdown. I thought Dalton Schultz helped uh, Brandon Knight and, and, and Terrence Steele uh, on, on the edges for chipping, right? Um, Dak was only sacked one time in this game, four quarterback hurries. Zeke and, and, and Dalton Schultz had a lot to do with that. Brandon Knight, Terrence Steele, that's not the answer. Not saying that it ever will be, but them chipping and helping and getting late releases really helped this football team out and gave Dak a lot of time to, to throw. But, um, but yeah, Dalton Schultz definitely had a stock rise for me, Joe. What do you think about that? <clears throat> yeah, Dalton Schultz, man, he uh, he had a breakout game. You know, I like how he caught the ball. He looked like he had soft hands. It looked like he knew his plays. You know, he didn't look lost. I mean, he had the drop, but <clears throat> pretty good, man. And then my next one, Trayvon Diggs. Yes, he had he had a lucky break with Julio Jones dropping a pass on a wildcat formation. But I mean, Trayvon Diggs, he he's. Joe likes to call it business decisions, right? He's not scared to make those business decisions. He will come up. He will tackle any running back. Todd Gurley, I mean, I think uh, Fox did a great job breaking down Zeke and Todd Gurley in that football game. Todd, Todd Gurley's right there with the best of them. And for Trayvon Diggs to go in there and tackle, as a rookie, to tackle this guy, have a one-on-one -on -one, um, chance, yeah, he – Yes, he got burned a little bit on that wildcat. That's a rookie mistake. But I'm talking about the entire 60 minutes of this football game. Trayvon Diggs really showed that, hey, you had 31 Byron Jones last year, but let me show you what I can do and let me top Byron Jones because that, to me, is what he's doing. He has, I mean, just almost getting in that pick keeping up with wide receivers, turning his head, doing all the technique and fundamentals the correct way. And it's just in week two, as a rookie with minimal training camp, Trayvon Diggs' stock has went up for me, Joe. Your thoughts? Yeah, I love Trayvon Diggs. You know, um, I like how he looks uh, playing the run. 
And uh, I thought he had a, another good game, you know, two games in a row now where he looks really good. And um, the best cornerback out there right now. You know, I don't think anybody has played better than him right now. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And then last one for stock went up and I'll go on some stock downs here. Last one, Joe Thomas, the linebacker playing Mike, Joe playing Mike. They, You know, they, they, they're leaving Jalen Smith on the weak side linebacker position and, uh, they're uh, they're giving Joe Thomas the middle linebacker. That's a huge opportunity. Uh, that's a huge that's a huge position in this defense. And I think Joe Thomas was flashy. And dare I say, this linebacker and Joe Thomas is probably the best linebacker we got on the field. We talk about Trayvon Diggs being the best corner. I'm going to say Joe Thomas is the best linebacker on this football team right now. Yeah, he is, man. I, I looked at the all twenty two and. He did, man. He, he was hitting the holes quick. You know, he came out and busted some plays in the backfield, tackling sideline to sideline. Uh, he's clearly the, the best linebacker there right now. Um, you know, it's not Jalen Smith. It's kind of crazy, but we'll go with it, you know. Yeah, Jalen Smith in week one, I think pro football focus had him graded probably like the, one of the bottom five linebackers for week one. And I don't think he really – now – Jalen Smith, the reason why people think that he does really well and he's very consistent, because he'll make that big play that sticks in the back of your mind, right? And then he'll swipe, celebrate, whatever. And that's that sticks with you. But if you look at the consistency of what Joe Thomas did in in, in week two versus what Jalen Smith did in the first two weeks of the season, my hat's off to Joe Thomas because I really think he put Jalen Smith to shame. Yeah, he looks he looked like the number one uh linebacker out there. So sometimes you need some of these players to come out, man, and uh and show out for you. It's, it's sometimes it's the little things like that, like your backup, somebody that really is uh stepping up, like I said. They always say next player up. I think Joe Thomas ha- has done really well in being that next player up. You know, there's been so many years in the past where there was the next man up for the Cowboys and it was a complete failure. Joe Thomas, not the case, you know. Exactly. And uh, he's, he's been on this team. He, he's been a key special teams part of this football team uh, for three, four years now. And he, now he's given the opportunity with Mike Nolan and this defense. And we, we forget Mike, Mike Nolan specializes in coaching linebackers. So he's really sponging that knowledge from Mike Nolan on this football field. And uh, I think he's doing one heck of a job. But I'm going to go down the list here to – the stock has fallen. Wall Street is broke. Now I'm going to start off with Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis, I think Daryl Worley played better than Jordan Lewis yesterday. And, yes, he's coming off the injury. Yes, he was injured. But Jordan Lewis, I don't know if it's the number or if it's his mental and where he's at confidently, but he did not look good. His stock, for me, I need that dog back in Jordan Lewis, and he just didn't look like that dog that I know and love, Joe. What do you think about J. Lou stock dropping. Yeah, I think it was just one of those deals where he's kind of knocking the rust off. But, yeah, he didn't have a good game. Worley, you know, he played a lot better. I agree, man. And then my last one for stock falls, I got to go with uh, – it it's hard, you know, because just the, the players on offense really rallied up. And I'm trying to find something for a fifth player for a stock fall. Uh, let me know in the comment section real quick what you guys think, but uh, if I'm going to go with one, it has to be Jalen Smith. 
I, I need more consistency over a guy that just got a bag last year. I, I need I, I need that hesitation to be gone and him to play freely. And for me, my my last stock down here only had two, but it's Jalen Smith for me, Joe, the Notre Dame product, your favorite college, your favorite collegiate school. But Jalen Smith to me, man, um, there, there, there's something missing. Now, I'm not completely dogging to number 54 at all. The guy could be a beast, but there's a lot of hesitation that he that he's let hindering him on big plays. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I think maybe I think we've maybe seen the peak of Jen Smith physically, and uh, he can't make some of the plays. You know, he will make some plays, but he will miss plays. You know, it's just uh, he can be good, but I don't I don't think we'll ever see an excellent top tier elite linebacker from Jalen. You know what I mean? Just being quite honest. Yeah, yeah, and right now the the, the whole chat's saying Demarcus Lawrence. Um, but with, with me, I, I get it. He, he gets double teamed, and, and there, there's no excuse for Tank Lawrence. You know, I just talked about Jalen Smith getting that bag, Joe. But now Demarcus Lawrence got that same bag, if not a bigger bag, $20 million a year. Uh, he's really good at stopping the run, but I need you to sack me a quarterback. Everson Griffin, one sack uh, in the entire game. Matt Ryan had all day. Matty Ice, all day to throw, right? I need I need production. Now, there could be a knee tweak. I don't know if you heard anything about that. I haven't got updated yet, but there could be a knee tweak. What do you think? I think it's time for him to step up, man, or he could be trade bait later in the season because if you're not doing anything right now, are you going to do anything later? He's been kind of inconsistent, man. D-Law, baby, come on. Show up. <clears throat> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, man. So th those are the the players rises and the and and the falls of of the player stocks. Joe and I are going to do this every week for you guys. Uh, appreciate it and uh, let keep integrate because I know a lot of you, there's a consistent guys that watch the Fresco Report right here on YouTube Live. So um, let us know where we're wrong and uh, what player you would pick in there. But the fan side of it is definitely D Law for for the for the uh, stock fall, but. Joe, the Cowboys got a huge task, right? And let me just say some of these numbers between two weeks of football from the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson is 82.5% completions, right? 80, that's in two weeks of football, that's great. Um, his long is 54. He has nine touchdowns in two weeks of football to one interception. He has a quarterback rating of 88.9. He's not turning the ball over. He's getting touchdowns. His wide receivers are helping him. Russell Wilson right now, Joe, is a huge threat. This D-line, if they can't get to the quarterback, can they at least contain Russell Wilson? That's what they're going to have to do. Mike Nolan mentioned that in his press conference that, you know, the last couple of teams have been trying to contain him, but he's still going to do his thing no matter what. So it's, he's going to get his plays, you know? Yeah. And, and they're really not rushing the ball too much in two games. Uh, they got a combined rushing uh, attempt of 50 with 238 yards. That might sound like a lot, but that's between five players uh, ru uh, rushing, including Russell Wilson. He has 68 of those yards. So the running game is not as good. But Russell Wilson, again, can get you. Chris Carson, I have in my fantasy league, and uh, he, he gets me points, and he gets me a lot of points. 
and for the first two weeks of this football um, league. But the, this rushing attack, it's, it's not as good as it used to be when they had beast mode and things of that sort. But they, it will work if you let it work. And uh, you got to contain Russell, and you got to stop this run, Joe. That's the key, man. Like, I mean, that's the biggest challenge is, is stopping Russell Wilson. I, I think you game plan him, number one, D Met, DK Metcalf, number two, Chris Carson, number three. I think that's the order of who you got to stop, man. And they're all they're all uh, top-notch players, man. So Combo's going to have to be on their A game. They can't do any what they can't do any of the craziness they had in this last game, man. They can't, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Moving on to their wide receivers here, Joe. We got DJ Metcalf, eight receptions, 187 yards, and uh, this guy already has uh, two touchdowns, two touchdowns on, on the year. Um, and then uh, Tyler Lockett, he has one touchdown. He has uh, 15 targets. So. Russell Wilson likes to target Tyler Lockett a lot uh, for 159 yards. So uh, th these are their two-star wide receivers, Joe. Um, I, I honestly think we have the corners in the secondary to contain these guys and hold these guys. After what I've seen Trayvon Diggs do with Julio Jones, probably arguably the top three wide receiver in, in the league, I, I think DJ uh, DK Metcalf is top five. I think Trayvon Diggs can hang with DK Metcalf, but it all starts with stopping that run. What do you think about how the corners match up and how the wide, the Seattle Seahawks wide receivers match up, Joe? Um, they're going to have a full day, you know what I mean? So you got DK Metcalf, Lockett, and um, I forget who, who's, their, who's their number three. But, I mean, those guys alone there, Greg Olson, Will Disley, they have good uh, tight ends, so – yeah, David man. Moore would be their number three. Yeah, David Moore actually had a pretty good game. So, special teams, they're just well-rounded, man. Uh, the, for the Cowboys to be in this game, they, they have to play a perfect game. Any any miscues, any fumbles, over, over. I mean, it just is. You know, this team has looked really good the last two weeks. Um, NFC West, I think they're the cream of the crop, man. They are just so complete, dude. I, I – when, as a fan watching the Seattle Seahawks, I'm a fan. Like, I like to watch good football, you know, quality football. Mm. Seattle's that, man. Uh, Jamal Adams, I mean, <laughs> our offense is going to have their hands full, too. That, the, the, the Jamal Adams, is, the, is he's another wrecking ball. You know, we, we talked about Aaron Donald being a wrecking ball at the defensive line. Jamal Adams is that, but he comes from the secondary, and he's a wrecking ball. Like, the guy is uh, – He'll, he'll, he'll rush the quarterback. He'll beat the crap out of you in the middle of the field. He'll tackle you. He'll cover you. He'll hit your running backs out the backfield. He's a monster, man. I wish we could have got him in the trade, man. As as much as I was kind of against it, if they were, if the rumor was that they wanted Lyle Collins for Jamal Adams, looking back at it, wow, man, if that was it, we messed up big time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get on that defense side of the ball here in just a minute. Uh, but we're going to talk about the tight ends. They got they got Greg Olson and they got Will Disley, the tight end there. They're not really using much tight ends. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're looking for David Moore, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, these guys. But I, I feel like you got to watch these guys at, at the same time because Russell Wilson is going to find anybody to win this game. 
So yeah. Greg Olson's very experienced veteran, right? And he's a lot faster than Jason Witten, but he has that knowledge Jason Witten has. So you don't want to let this guy beat you either, because if you let him slip through your grips, this game could they're, they're going to. I, I believe that we can go to a, a score for score. Uh, I with this offense, uh, you know, they put up forty points, you know, but at thirty points just in the second half. Kudos to Dak Prescott played lights out, but we got, we got to watch these tight ends too here, Joe. Yeah, for sure, man. You, you you're gonna have to cover. All facets of this offense, but yeah, tight ends can't ignore them. Now, you ready to talk about the defense? Seattle's defense versus our offense, right? Yeah. Um, well, before we do that, let me backtrack here. What's your What's your favorite matchup with our defense versus their offense? Our defense versus their offense. Um, you know, I think. Um, their O line might be a little suspect. It's it's not the best, but you know, um, if anything, that might be it. You know, the, the the Seahawks have had issues for quite a while now trying to shore up that offensive line. So, um, depending on what the game plan is, I'm hoping our guys can get home in this game more. We only have two sacks over two games. It's not good. You know, we we need to we need to get that number going. Washington has eleven. We have two. Like, come on, let's let's get the sacks going. Enough is enough, you know. Yeah, yeah, they they got to get the sacks going. And if you really feel like the Seahawks' offensive line could be a little suspect, then I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, just looking at it real quick, it looks like uh, the the Seattle Seahawks has three sacks on the year, um, and Jamal Adams actually has two of those sacks. Um, so. And then Vincent Mayoa, former Cowboy, has one. So Vincent Mayoa, former Cowboy, has one. And Jamal Adams ha- has two of their sacks. So they're really not getting to the to, to um, the quarterback as much as the Legion of Boom or Doom, whatever you call them, used to. But it's, it's a whole new defense over there now. And uh, I think, what, what did Bruce Irvin get hurt in, the, in, in, in uh, yesterday or Sunday? Yeah, I think he got his knee or something. He, he got knocked out. He looked pretty upset, you know, coming off the off the sideline. So I don't know what the final injury was, but he looked pretty mad. Yeah, and then you know the, their cornerbacks, Shaquille Griffin and and Quentin Dunbar. Um, you know, I I think Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and Michael Gallup. I don't think their corners have a chance. You know, the only thing um, that that could really disturb this defense is Jamal Adams, in my opinion. Brag, Bobby Wagner could really disrupt this re- defense, but as long as they this offense stays up-tempo, Joe, I mean, we've we seen how effective the up-tempo offense is. I mean, they put up 30 points in one half of football, and uh, I, I really think that as, if they do some up-tempo stuff, they can really exceed and really beat this team. I really think the Cowboys can beat this team. You're on mute, Joe. I bet. Yeah. So no, I'm I'm not questioning that. I'm 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 more thinking that it's um you know just it's just gonna be one of those games where you got you gotta play as perfect as possible. You're on the road. I know they don't have the crowd there, um, but still just you know you gotta you gotta be consistent, you know, and we lost one one road game, we won our home game. I don't wanna be the win one, lose one crap, you know. <laughs> 
we, yes. we, we've seen that. We've seen that. Um, I don't want to see that anymore, you know, and, and the whole thing was that McCarthy was going to clean up all that stuff, right? So let's start stacking the wins here. It's going to have to start here, you know, with, with Seattle. I know it's a hard opponent, but if we're going to be anything this year, this is the kind of team you have to beat in the season. Otherwise, you're you're a pretender. That's it. That's it, man. You don't beat Seattle here. Yeah, it's early, but it, it, this is a litmus test already right out the gate, Mike. You know, when we mm -hmm. first broke down the, the the schedule, I saw Seattle as being a pretty good team. That, that was going to be a good game. But I, before everything, I thought, uh, we can beat those guys. But now that everything has, has transpired, how the season has started, Seattle's a real deal right now, man. You know, my opinion. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I honestly, and I, and I respect your opinion, first of all, first and, first and foremost. But I honestly think, I mean, who have they played? Who, who did they play week one? Help me out. It was a shootout. I remember that. It was, uh, they won 38 to, who was it, guys? Who did, who did Seattle play? Oh, the week? Falcons. The Falcons yeah. and then the Patriots. Yeah, so. Um, they, they put up 38 points uh, against the Falcons, and they put up 35 against the Patriots, right? But we just beat the Falcons, and we, we, we gave them a 20-point head start, right? And uh, the, the Patriots, I, I, I think they're, they're still trying to find their way with Cam um, and, and that sort of thing. So, really, if the Cowboys can take that momentum from week two and move it into Seattle, I think – it would be a true test for both teams, but and I'm looking at paper here, and I'm looking at what I saw on Sunday. I think that the Cowboys are more explosive if they can get sacks. Okay, if they can get some sacks and contain Russell Wilson, I really think that this team is more explosive than the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, I'm being dead honest with you. Yeah, there, there's no doubt about the Cowboys having the potential to be an explosive offense. They've, they've shown it, you know what I mean? I mean, they, this, this team can boogie when they need to. You know, two touchdowns under three-minute drives, both of them. So, I mean, <laughs> that's uh, that level of um, of offense, is that's right there with the greatest show on turf type of stuff, man. When you, when you can put drives together down the field real quick, quick strikes, you know, that's uh, that's pretty efficient offense, you know what I mean? If they can just be more consistent with it, you know, the sky's the limit. But, man, the, the key is that offensive line, you know what I mean? That That's the yes. key. The whole thing is that offensive line. Absolutely. And I, I felt like week one against the Rams, I don't think the Cowboys put enough on film to learn from. So, I mean, 17 points, a lot of three and outs. I mean, the defense had a lot of holes uh, – against the Falcons, you know, a lot of wide open on the left side there. And I, I think the cow, I mean, it was 39 to 40 for crying out loud. I think there's a lot of film and a lot of tape that you, cause they really opened up some things and they put a lot of things on tape. Right. And I, and I think that if, if I don't think the Cowboys really could learn too much from week one, like, you know, except, you know, maybe fundamentals and really missing things here and there. But I think this game, this Atlanta Falcon game, I think is the perfect game to get things cleaned up and push that momentum into Seattle. Yeah, it's all about taking that momentum, man. I mean, we saw – I'm pretty sure everybody saw the the post-game uh, reaction, the team with Mike McCarthy. That was awesome, man. I love seeing that. So, 
they needed that. They wanted to get their first win for their coach. So you see the camaraderie in the locker room. Like I said, like I want to see them bring that momentum into this game and smack these guys in the mouth, man. I, you know what I mean? Like let's let's be a bully. I want I want this team to bully people and not be bullied. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm going to touch on something real quick too because a lot of people, and you know, I I just gave you know, I know Jalen Smith a bad grade and and I gave. Um, not good, man. Not Jordan good. Lewis, uh, a bad grade. On, why are you bagging on my boy? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, I gave him a bad grade, but I really think yeah. I think yeah, this defense – I think this defense is – I think they're doing better than what people are thinking they're doing collectively as a unit, not individually, but collectively. Think about it for a second. They held the Rams to 20 points, Right. And the offense should have put up more points. They put the offense puts up more points. We win this ball game. Easier said than done, right? They held their, their backs was against the wall against Atlanta Falcons with Calvin Ridley, with Julio Jones, with 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 that other number eighty three. I don't know his name, right? Their, their back was against the wall. There's not a lot of things you can do when you're when you get off the field because they just fumbled three four times in a row. Um, but they held them when the offense took care of themselves. They held them to ten points in the second half. I really think that this def now once they can start getting those sack numbers, and I'm talking about the Cowboys defense here. Once they start getting those sack numbers, I think this defense can really be top three in this league if they can get those sack numbers up and get some more turnovers. I think that they can get at least a top three defense in the, in this league. And I'm not speaking of a homer. I'm just looking at the stats and what I'm seeing. Yeah, I, I, and I'm dead serious. I, I think this defense ain't getting enough credit. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I, I just for me, I, I don't like the defense where it's at right now. Uh, you know, you got a lot of um, one year guys on here that you're kind of banking the defense on. You know, you uh, it's it is a transition year for the defense in my eyes. I think you're transitioning to what hopefully will be a three four full time because the the hybrid thing. I don't, I don't like that idea. To me, that's a mask for we don't really have the personnel for either of these. So let's make it a hybrid and it's a mix of the two. To me, that's masking. You know what I mean? So, I, you know, obviously for me, they, they need to add more talent on that defense. Um, our defensive tackles, Poe, he had, a, he didn't have a good game. He's, he, he couldn't beat, he couldn't beat one-on-ones. Uh, Novell Gallimore, he's still getting his feet under him. Tristan Hill to me had, had a good game. Yeah. And then I, I really like what he's putting on, on tape. He's looked good the last two weeks, but uh Tyron Crawford's done, man. He's got no bend. He's not getting there. Um he's playing stiff. He's stiff. It's the hips, you know what I mean? It is. I mean, he still has a little bit here and there, but you can tell that it's he's struggling out there to get any kind of pressure. So uh the defensive tackle, that's a position that we talked about in the offseason, Mike. And here we are again getting getting run over here, here and there. But like you said, now. They did when they needed to lock it down in the second half of this game. They did, and I don't know if that was, you know, the speech that Mike McCarthy gave. It lit a fire under these guys, or whatever. But you know, they they ha- they show that they they can do it when they want. So to me, when we're talking, when I'm talking about that, I'm I'm talking more consistency. I think that's what it is, and, that, and that's fair. We're we're doing really good in the second half. You look at the first half, consistency. You know what I mean. And, and, and that is fair. And that is fair. Like I said, I'm not giving excuses out to anybody. But, you know, they, they had a little tr- – and this goes for the whole 
32 teams in the National Football League, right? They're learning a new scheme. They're they're trying to disguise more. They're trying to – there's more than just go like this on defense, right? You know, put your hand in the wide receiver. Which Jalen Smith needs to learn the new technique because he's doing crap from last year. Turn your damn head, Jalen Smith. If it, that goes for everybody, right? But um, I, I don't know. I, I really – I think – I think I'm seeing a change and a swift in this defense. And uh, maybe it's just me seeing it, but I think that this defense by week four, there's no more excuses. And I think this defense is going to be all hands on deck going balls a blazing forward. I, I, and, I, and I believe that. Yeah, well, it will, we'll see. This, this it'll be to, de- to be determined. So hopefully, you know, that's what we all want. But, uh, you know. It was a tell of two halves. This game was, was was really this past game was a tell of two halves. So the Cowboys, like I said, you can't have that tell of two halves versus Seattle. You gotta you gotta do a complete whistle to whistle game. Don't turn it over and contain, you know, uh, Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson as best as you can because, like, like Coach Nolan said, you know, he will they will do their best to contain, but he will get his plays. So. Uh, Let's just hope those plays that he gets are not big sp- uh, splash plays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, but let me ask you this, though. Let's go back to those fumbles real quick. Let's go back to those fumbles. Now, Dak fumbled, right? Dalton Schultz fumbled. TP fumbled, but um, but it, his, his knee down or his knee was down or something. Uh, and then Zeke fumbled. Zeke, Dak, and Dalton Schultz fumbled this ball. Was it? not protecting the ball because, I mean, that guy was going in there and punching him. Was it um, self-awareness? Was it carelessness? What do you think boiled down to those mistakes back to back to back like that? I think it was. You know, I think it was just the the concentration thing, you know, not going back to your fundamentals. I think they just, you know, I don't know. I feel like a lot of these games for the Cowboys are starting out like preseason games. Like they're still trying to get their feet under them. Um, but the second half, I felt like that switch flipped for them. And that's really what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we can continue that into the first quarter of this game. Because if we go back to this nonsense of jacking around and doing stupid things, forget it, man. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do that, man. If you're a winning team, you, you can't come out here being sloppy football. You know what I mean? You, you just yeah. can't. Yeah. No, great points. Guys, get ready for your questions. Go ahead and put them in the comment section below. Remember, you are listening to the Frisco Report right here on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. TheFriscoReport.com is where you can find all access. Uh, so uh, if you're in the car or you missed the show and you're listening to the playback here, you always follow us on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. And then right here on Cowboys Blogs Replay. Absolutely. Great plug there, Mike. We should go ahead and record that and use that as a some sort of intro. <laughs> there you go. There you, you go. Know? But uh, yeah, man, just this this game coming up. You know, uh, a couple of other items we can talk about, Mike, is as far as uh, you know the state of of the of the Cowboys right now. Do you feel through two games? What is your 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 weak spot on this team? Like, where would you spend draft allocation after two uh, games? Where are you spending the draft pick after two games? After two games, I'm going tight end. 
Okay. Uh, in, in the first or second round, definitely tight end. Now, shout out to Dalton Schultz. Shout out to Bulldozer Bell or whatever his name is. I thought he made a clutch third down catch, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm, I'm, go- I'm going tight end. I need to protect myself, right? Um, because who's behind Blake Bell, an undrafted guy? Um, and uh, th- th- that's scary to me. So I'm, I'm, my, right now, my draft's looking like tight end and uh, linebacker for sure. And, 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 you know, a defensive tackle. That, that's where I'm investing my – that's where I'm allocating my draft pick show. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, tight end might be in there. You know, Blake Jarwin, the knee. How, how will he look, you know, with the ACL? Um, so we'll see with that. But I, I like what we're seeing from Dalton Schultz. For me, after two games, I think I'm, I'm going linebacker. After two games, I just – we're too beat up there right now. Um, I, yeah. do like, I do like what we're getting out of Joe Thomas. Um, but I'll have to see a full season. Maybe they extend Joe Thomas during the season, man. Our bye week's right at the middle. You know what I mean? Like If they see eight games, half a season of really good play from Joe Thomas, I could see the team giving him an extension. But still, I would still look at linebacker. That's kind of where that and safety for me are are my top two. Through two games, everybody. Let us know in the comments and, and chat box. Through two games, where are you spending draft capital on these guys right now? Let us know. That, that, that that's a good point. That's a real good point. And uh, and it seemed like Xavier Woods wasn't on the field that much. It looked like Darian Thompson and Daryl Worley was more on the field than number twenty five. And I, I don't know what's going. If it's an injury with twenty five with Xavier Woods, um, I mean, did you notice that too? Twenty five wasn't on the field as much, Joe. I don't, it might have been the formation that they were running, but I thought that Xavier Woods actually had a pretty good game. You know, he uh, he played really well in the box, I thought, and uh, made, made some good tackles, uh, one-on-one tack, solo tackles. So I thought he had a solid game. I, I really didn't notice that he was out for a batch of plays or anything. Yeah, I know that was weird. Jonathan Cook says, I'm drafting a left tackle, the blind side. What do you think mm-hmm. about Jonathan Cook's comment there, Joe? Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, tackle. What what is what is Lyle Collins going to be? Is he going to be the guy that you can count on, or is this going to be a continuing thing that he's going to start doing now about coming in here out of shape? So I'm hoping that's not the case. But then you got to look. You got you really got to look at uh, Tyron Smith. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like we're we're sitting on a ticking time bomb with all the crazy injuries he's had. You know, backs and necks. That's serious crap, dude. So. I know everybody wants to say, you know, this and that, but at some point you're going to have to do something there. I, I like Brandon Knight right now. He kind of looks like a Doug Free light to me. His feet are kind of stump. His feet are kind of heavy uh, coming out the blocks, but he held up pretty for the for most part. He, he reminds me of a Doug Free, you know what I mean? So maybe we got a little bit of a, a gem there, but yeah, man, offensive tackle. It's going to have to come pretty soon. Yeah, you're right. David said they were rotating safeties the whole game because Mike Nolan's still trying to figure out who's going to be opposite of Xavier Woods. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they, they are doing that. And, and, and that's that's why I say safety is, after two games, is, is one of my uh, draft needs because they don't have a guy there. <laughs> I don't know if they have a long-term answer there. It's Darian Thompson. Nah, man. And then uh, <laughs> Donovan Wilson. I thought something was going to happen there. Uh, 
So, yeah. Get yeah. me a legit pick there. Let's do it. Stop messing around. Let's do it. Uh, Soup Trap said, Doug Free, Stargazer, because you <laughs> called him Doug Free Light. <laughs> yeah. Doug Free Light, man. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Doug Free Light. Ruben uh, said, Schultz played a hell of a game, and he's only will get better with time as a starter. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, Dalton Schultz. It was a coming out party, man. Like we we saw what happened. He had he had. I think he kind of had a little bit of of player shock that he was the main guy when 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 Jarwin got out because he didn't look that good in that game. If we're being honest, right? Game yeah. one. But you turn around in game two, I felt like he looked. Maybe he really dug his nose more into the playbook. Now you're the starter. You right? Maybe it was that. I don't know. But man, it. I like the way he's catching the ball. He looks like he has soft hands. You know, he's not a body catcher. He'll catch yeah. it. His hands look look soft. Um, so I do like I do like Schultz, man. If, yeah. if you guys been following me a lot here on YouTube, you know, I used to be a part of a roundtable, and uh, I, I I went to bat in a lot of debates for Dalton Schultz, and uh, I, I felt like Jason Garrett and that coaching staff was kind of holding him back. And uh, I honestly think that Mike McCarthy staff is, you know, look, training him, not training him, but developing him and, and getting him going. And uh, what, Schultz, what Schultz did at, at Stanford, I like what he, how that's translating the blocking. And uh, he, at Stanford, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but he had nine balls thrown to him. All nine were caught. So the hands were there. Um, I think the lights were just a little bit too big for him week one. But I've been a big fan of Dalton Schultz, that fourth round pick. Uh, since day one, and uh, this is this is a surprise to me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good to see him come out, man. Uh, fourth round pick out of Stanford. Stanford is is pretty well known for putting out tight ends in the league. So, um, we might have a, a little gem here, man. Like I said, kind of like Joe Thomas. Sometimes it 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 takes somebody good to, to be the next man up. You know, like I said, last couple of seasons, we haven't had those kinds of next man up players so far, man. These two guys, Joe Thomas and, uh, and, uh, Schultz, man, they, they're next man up. They look good. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about our rookie though, real quick. CD lamb breaking ankles over there. Get, getting a 26 yard, important, a an important 26 yard, Right? Has in, in the first two games, how do you think our first round pick in CD Lamb looks? I love CD Lamb, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of CD Lamb. I thought he, you know, he looked good. His first hundred yard game, you know, I did a video on that. If you guys didn't check that out, go check it out. That's a badass video. Okay, so I documented every catch he made, and and these were all like he looks like a polished vet out there. You know what I mean? Like he's running the yeah. route, catching the ball in stride, uh, going up. Climbing the ladder for some of these passes, like dude's legit, man. <laughs> He's legit. I'm I'm glad CD Lamb is on our team, and I don't know if if um, if Jerry Judy would have been better. I think CD Lamb was the be he looks like he's the better receiver right now out of all the rookies that are in the league. I've kind of been watching, looking around the league, Mike, and he looks. Oh, dude, he looks so good, man. I love CD Lamb. <laughs> that that first down celebration that. Oh, yeah, I love that. Dude, that right there, dude, I, I swear to God, I ain't going to lie to you guys. I've watched the NFL highlights of the Falcons and Cowboys probably 15 to 20 times now. I have no life. I know, sad. But that <laughs> first down, dude, it gets me every 
time, dude. I like I like that first down celebration. Yeah, it's like he's got his own little his own little thing. You know, Zeke's got the feed me deal, and uh, CD's got that whatever the heck that is. My first down finger. I don't know what what the heck he calls it, but man, what a player, man! I think he's really gonna be the next superstar for the Cowboys. I mean, he's wearing not uh, he's wearing eighty eight, you know. So team thought very high of him to to give him that number. You know, eighty eight club is. Is a small club, very small, very small. And yet you, you have to make a big name, or you'll be forgotten. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of '88s that wore that jersey that people don't even know. Yeah, um, but anyway, but uh, let's see. No, everyone loved the uh, the cowboy fan talk in the house. Guys, go give him a subscribe. He said that first down celebration was fire four times. Um, and then, you know, Chris said, I'm glad we drafted C.D. Lamb. Um, there, uh, some, yeah. Here's, so, one. here's, here's one I was yeah. looking for. Uh, I lost track of this, but I wanted to come back to it. Nick White, Jeff Kavanaugh had said Cheeto is better than Diggs so far. I don't agree, do you? Also, Lewis looked terrible. Yeah, Nick, for me, I think it's really close, but – uh, I, I go with um, I'm going with Trevon Diggs. I think he's been the the better cornerback. Uh, I know that Cheeto got got the he has the interception, but I feel that Trayvon has just been doing a good consistent. job. Yeah, consistent and he and he plays run support well. Man, this guy will get in the scrum. But Byron Jones, as good as he was, he was not a scrum player. I mean, getting your nose in there, making the tackles. Trevon Diggs is impressive, man. Second and, round, and, wow, man. And and I and they had a first round grade on him too, by the way. The Cowboys yeah. stole that. Um, but I, I, what he said, Kavanaugh said Cheeto's better than Diggs uh, so far. Well, it depends because Jeff Kavanaugh is probably looking at the whole picture, right? Watching Julio Jones beat him on that Wildcat formation. You know, maybe some little rookie mistakes. You know, Cheeto's a, a seasoned veteran. You know, they pretty much gave him the keys before they even drafted uh, Trayvon Diggs to go and go go be CB1. But I think Trayvon Diggs, besides the rookie mistakes, I think I think I think they both tackle the same, right? I think Cheeto and Trayvon Diggs tackle the same. But Cheeto ain't scared to go hit any running back, right? Yeah. So yeah. they got that. But I think coverage wise, man to man wise, I think Trayvon Diggs has Cheeto beat in that aspect. I yeah. think more zone. You, I, I'll give. Zone coverage to Cheeto than I would uh, our, our second round pick and Diggs, but I, I think I, I think there's there, there's some pros and there's some cons on both ends. But right now, consistently, I got to give the, the the edge to Diggs. Um, and then yes, Lewis looked terrible out there yesterday or Sunday. Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm hoping it's it's rust, right? I'm hoping it's just him needing to get his feet under him and, and a little bit of some rust because he missed a lot of uh, training camp there towards the end. So. Hoping that's it uh, because if, we can't have him out there if he's going to keep playing like that, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm attributing it to that. Let's hope it's that. All right, guys. Good what point. else we got here in the chat box, guys? Velvet hands on that TD. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Soup Trap. He's, I like – he looks like he has really soft hands. So uh, catches the ball really well. Yes, he does. Schultz. Yeah, Schultz getting a lot of love tonight. Let's see what else we got here. Derek McConnell, Joe Thomas, Allen Smith, and Diggs are looking like our best defensive players. 
Agree, agree, agree. I agree on all those players. Uh, Alden Smith, I think, is is yeah, he has man. He's he's been better than uh, you know Everson Griffin, better than Demarcus Lawrence, and these guys. I, I like there how was there was a play, and Alden Smith was on basically triple teamed, but the third guy, I think it was the running back or a, a, a tight end or somebody could have get to him, and he fought through both of those ignored that third block, and still made a tackle on Todd Gurley, right? I need more of that from Tank Lawrence. I, I think Tank Lawrence needs to sit down with Alden, watch all 22 together, and say, how do you do this, bro? You've been out of the game for five years. I've been in it five years straight. Help me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, low-key shade over here. Low-key shade by, by Mike over here. <laughs> That's a good one, bro. I like yeah. that. Now, nah, but I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, man. I totally agree. Th uh, great comment there, David. Um, excuse me. I've been eating snacks, man. I, ha I haven't had a uh, dinner yet. Excuse me, man. <laughs> I've been trying to sneak in snacks throughout the show. Oh, we can see you, Joe. You're on camera. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, everybody, forgive me for that, if you would. I know you guys can do me a solid every now and then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The show the show still is going on, flowing like nothing's even happening. Diggs almost got a pick. Yeah, so that's that's what I kind of mentioned earlier uh, well, in another one of my streams or one of my videos. I don't even remember now. Every, every, day, every day is a blur. But th these guys are looking back towards the ball, right? And it's, cl it's clearly a difference, and this is Al Harris all the way because – with Richard and these guys, it seemed like the Cowboys would never turn their head to even try to attempt to snatch a ball. These Cowboys, we keep seeing it over and over again. They are actually looking back and trying to grab the ball. I love that. I love that. Eventually, we're going to start getting picks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see what Beat other comments, comments we got in here, guys. Well, oh, here we go. Jonathan Cook said, "What do y'all think about Daryl Worley?" I like, I, I, I like him. I'm gonna be honest. I, I like the guy. I like the versatility. Um, I, I like that he reads quarterbacks' eyes. He, I mean, yeah, he got burnt on a slant and, and, and some things there, but um, I, I like Daryl Daryl Worley. I, I really do. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Daryl Worley played pretty well, man, in this game. Uh... And I really wasn't sure how he was going to look this season, you know, coming in as a free agent. You know, you see him kind of bounce around from some, some teams here. He does have starter reps. So I was interested to see how he was going to fit into this uh, this secondary. And he's he's doing well, man. He's he's uh, impressed me so far. He's yeah. one of the better players back there, actually. If you think I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. The lunatic in the house. He said, uh, "Are you trusting the safety by committee, Joe?" No, no, I'm not, and I don't like it, and and that's why I'm saying that. You know, again, it's one of my top draft targets after two games. I don't like safety. I don't like it right now. I just don't. I'm not going to say, "Oh yeah, man, Darian Thompson," and, and buy into it and try to sell some bull crap when I don't believe it. No, I don't like the the safety by committee. I want a premium pick. Get me a safety, please, because because every season it seems like we're talking about, man, we got to get Earl, we got to get Jamal, we got to get Derwin James. I mean, <laughs> there's all these guys that that fans want from other teams. Can we can we please spend a high pick on one? I'm gonna be honest. I, I think 
with a combination of Xavier Woods and Daryl Worley. Uh, and and I, I even like Darian Thompson. I, I think he – because he, he's not scared to make business decisions either. He'll go down on the goal line and hit somebody in the mouth. Um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't call it by committee. I, I think it's still more of, you know, real game time decisions that Mike Nolan has to make. Will it bite us sometimes? Yes. But at the end of the day, when the season goes on, we're going to have the better two back there. But I, I like it right now because it's all, it's all about competition because if Mike Nolan's rolling these guys out, they know when they, when they got their chance that especially, let's say, you know, Daryl Worley made a play, right? And Darian Thompson obviously sees that he made a play. Darian Thompson's going to go make a play. So I, I like this committee on, on the safety side. I think it's really competition. I think it's bringing a lot of good things out on the on, on this team. But I like it from that aspect. But you can d- ignore all this. And like Joe said, get a premium pick. But I like the competition that it's bringing by the committee of it. Yeah. Two varying answers. I hope we answered your question, the lunatic. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, man. Great, great, great question. What else we got in here, guys? Got great questions and comments. In the chat box, appreciate everybody that's watching live. Make sure you guys hit like on this video if you would. Helps out the channel immensely. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Michael Beers, he makes a good point. You know, no Earl. Safety wouldn't solve our, our problems. And I and, and I think he's I think he's right. Uh, because what we've been talking about, the the front seven, really. We've been talking about how the corners are playing good, even with bad front seven play. You know, besides, you know. Alden Smith and Joe Thomas, right? But if you're going to trade for anybody right now, give me a defensive tackle. You know, we got Randy Gregory coming back here soon. How's he going to look? Plug and play. He's already yeah. practicing, getting in game shape. So I give me a defensive tackle because you're right. We can go get Earl Thomas. We're going to get all these guys, but your front seven still going to stink it up. And then we're going to be like, why do we get Earl Thomas? This guy's washed up. Well, it's not because he's washed up. It's because our front seven sucks. No, it's it's a good point. You know, like I said, um, I didn't like Don Terry Poe in this game at all. Couldn't beat even one on ones, let alone oh, he's gonna take on two gaps and this and that. I he ain't doing it. I mean, he's doing it here and there, but not like he was getting hyped up to to be this like awesome answer at the one tech. I broke that. I looked at every play, and I don't know if I'll release that video or not. I'm I'm actually looking at another player. I'll have that video out later in the week. But I was looking at Poe. I was like, let me look at this guy. He was getting beat on one-on-ones. Mm. You know, the, the whole thing was he's going to take on two double teams and open up so-and-so and this and that. He ain't doing it. He's not. Yeah, it's just you're 346 right. pounds of – But you're you're absolutely right. You know, it's uh, get a defensive tackle. I agree, man. Uh, Snacks Harrison, a lot of us have mentioned this during the offseason. He's still out there. And people are like, you don't want him in here. We lost we lost uh, Gerald McCoy. Why do you want another one-tack? Well – if you can get better, you can get better, right? Been saying yeah. this all season, man, and it, it still applies. Yeah. It still applies. Yeah. I, I mean, because you look at what um, Jay Ratliff did for, um, you know, uh, Hatcher, right? I mean, yeah. yeah, as long as you get one guy in there that can really plug the middle up, it's going to make another guy look good. And it's going to make another guy look real good. But look at Jay Ratliff's talent, though. And that uh, frog leaped um, Jason Hatcher's career. 
Frog leaped, or maybe leapfrog. Leapfrog, whatever. Hey, dude. Hey, uh, Mike is talking like Yoda here tonight. Forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> a, a frog leap, you are. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's see here. Soup trap. Any chance of sliding Everson inside once Gregory comes back? They've actually slid him inside. I've seen a couple of plays where he he they are giving him some looks there at three tech and combination. But surprisingly, well, maybe not too surprisingly, uh, Tristan Hill got a majority of the three tech snaps. It was a beautiful thing. He's looking good, Mike. You know, um, Tristan Hill, he's looking good. Uh, yeah. Gallimore and Crawford, like like we talked about Crawford, it, it's it's not happening for him right now. Tristan Hill, is that who we're talking? About? I'm, I'm replying to a comment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Any chance of sliding Everson inside once Gregory gets back? What's no. your thoughts on that, Mike? No. No. I, I, don't, I don't even like Everson Griffin playing on the left side, to be honest with you. Get, give him on, get, get him on the right side. That's what he knows. It's, I mean, he's averaged like eight sacks a year on the right side. Leave him on the right side and, and go get him. I don't quit moving him different positions. I get to understand position flex, but if you can't position flex, don't position flex him. Use, yeah, he got a sack on the left side. I, I get it, but keep him on the right, please. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, but I, I can't wait to get to get Gregory back into the mix here because um, as it stands right now, two sacks they ain't gonna get it done, man. They just ain't getting it done. I don't want the excuses about oh they they ran these plays and and beat the the pass rush. I don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They weren't doing that 100% of the time. That was more of their up-tempo type of play. They still had regular, uh, you know, uh, five-step back and things like that. And, dude, he was still getting getting the ball out. So pressure is the name of the game, man. But pressure is the name of the game, and, and we got to have it. And, and I think part of this whole deal, Mike, about, you know, calling this defense a hybrid defense, I think they really need to – sit back and I, I think they should have done this before the season is like what are we going to run mostly you know four three three four you know i think so. i think there I, I think you can see the transition i i believe i think next year we're going to be a, a three four football team uh, just because of the pieces they're adding they're experimenting me uh experimenting with a few other players um i really think that uh by next year, if not late this year, we could be in a 3-4 type of system. And a lot of players that we know and love could be getting traded and we can get some some other players from different teams, player for player or player for draft picks. I don't know. I, I think you're going to see a big overhaul to transition to a 3-4 because that's that's what Mike Nolan does best. Yeah. Yeah, they, and, you know, they, they really got to revamp that. I think – okay, do you remember when the Cowboys were doing the wide receiver by committee – you know, do you remember all yes, that? They had, a, they had a Alan Hearns and this and that. I feel like the defensive line is what the wide receiver committee was right now. You got a bunch of guys that, that have some name recognition. And uh, they're on one-year deals. You know what I mean? So, And it's well, been like that for years. Yeah, so I think they got a – But gonna they missed on a few players, though. Charles yeah. Tapper and yeah. all these other guys. Taco Charlton. I mean, they missed a yeah. lot uh, in, in drafts. That's a great point. You know, we could have had T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt, <laughs> that would have made it easy for us to, to transition to a 3-4 because then you have, 
you would have had Gregory on one side, TJ Watt on the other side. Oh man. <laughs> the what, what could have been of yeah, the thinking of what could have been. What could have been? That was your session. What could have been? But yeah, man, the uh it is, man. The name of the game is pressure. The trench war, right? Who's gonna win it? And uh for the for this game, for the Seattle game, I do like our, our matchups on against their offensive line. You know, I, I really do. Uh, I feel like Seattle, if, if one weak spot on their entire team, to me, it's the offensive line. Now, Cowboys need to exploit that and, and make something of it because previous season before, we've had opportunities to, to exploit weaknesses against other teams, and we were never able to exploit or game plan those weaknesses. So hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll have something for these guys. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I think they will. I mean, we're talking about the, the Cowboys in Seattle. I, I'm telling you, I really think that this game tape for week two is going to help the defense, is going to help the offense. I mean, all it did was really give C.D. Lamb more knowledge of the game, how to run routes, how to break ankles. Uh, Amari Cooper had a nice grab. Dak Prescott was just resilient. Um, came through clutch for us. Um, and uh, I, I think this week two game, it was as ugly as it was. But how you learn from mistakes is you watch that film, right, and you apply it for next week. If the Cowboys secure the ball, I, I really think they could have easily won this football game. Seriously, I really do. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I really think that this game film, th- these fundamentals, right, I, I really think that it's going to help them in week three against the Seahawks. And I got a $100 bet, and I'm ready to count my Benjamin. Not Benjamin, Benjamin. Mike is on fire tonight. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> hey, bro, look at this one here. Daniel Stevens, $4.99. This show shouldn't be free. Thank you, Daniel. Man, Thank you, Daniel. You. And uh, I can't do it without my guy here. Mike is such a great co-host. And, you know, that's why he's with me here, man. That's why we do this together for you guys. Actually, I mean, we like to talk about the Cowboys. But appreciate that, bro. No, I, I appreciate that, Daniel. I, I couldn't do it without Joe here. He, he gave me the call. He said, hey, I'm thinking about doing this show. What do you think? And I was like, Taco Tuesday it is. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. It's, it's, been, a, it's been a fun ride, man. It has. Oh, it's it almost been two years. Yeah, it's going by quick. This is a great one here. Sergio Morales. Elliot is third in rushing. What's your thoughts on that, Mike? I like it. And, and, and you know, Tyron Smith was out. Lyle Collins is out. You got Joe Looney in at center. Uh, kudos, kudos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seriously, I, I, I give props. I give, I give props to the, to Mike McCarthy, to Joe Philbin, um, to 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 uh, what's uh, Skip Pete. I, I give props to all these guys because they're not making excuses. And uh, and and Zeke can can get better. This offensive line can get better, absolutely. But I, I love where Zeke's at, and uh, I'm just glad there's no excuses there that you know, that we could be making if he wasn't third. Yeah. Third is really good. And and the, the part that I love is that he really came into this season looking like a rejuvenated, you know, you talk about yeah. player being rejuvenated. He looks like, he looks like 2015 Ohio state Buckeye Ezekiel Elliott right now, you know, forget 2016, yeah. 2015 Ezekiel Elliott. That's what, that's who's out there right now. I that's mean, what it's looking like. That's that's what he is right now. I love Dude, it, man. Dude, the way he trucked that safety. Yeah. Oh my 
God, dude, that guy didn't even have a fighting chance. And it, it didn't even look like Zeke hit him hard either, dude. I yeah. mean, that was I mean, that was crazy. Physical back, man. A big physical presence like that coming at you. Shoot. <laughs> I wouldn't want to take that on, man. Yeah, when he he lowers his shoulder, he's fighting for every yard. He's staying inbounds, fighting for yards. Falling forward, moving yeah, feet. Forward. Yeah. Looking for that first down marker. He's looking so good right now, man. He's looking really good. Him and Dak, him and Dak, you yeah. know, they're they are looking lights out right now, guys. So if they just fix these little issues right now. Exactly. We can be in business, man. So I, I think the Cowboys have a couple more forty burgers on, on you know, on the plate if, if they can stay disciplined. Yeah. Yeah, can stay disciplined and yeah, the the turnover is the biggest thing. Get that continuity. You know, we'll we'll get Lyle after this week. You know, we, we will have made it through the three weeks, assuming he's ready to go. Because they said, you know, that was the minimum would be three weeks for uh, Lyell. So, hopefully that's the yeah. case, man. Hopefully that's the case. Yeah. What else we got in here, guys? The Lunatic said, give me a player on offense and defense you want to see have a better game versus Seattle. Okay. Uh, give me a player on offense who okay who I want to see play better right so mm-hmm. on on uh, on offense who I want to see play better is going to be oh, man I want to see Michael Gallup oh he's been a little bit quiet I love the clutch buttocks catch <laughs> that was great the backside all right backside catch but. It's been a little quiet for him, man. You know, I, I, I thought he would be a little bit more explosive so far, and, and maybe that's a testament to him. Maybe he's getting uh, different coverages. So that's something I want to go back and take a look at as far as how they're covering uh, Gallup because it's been a little quiet. You know what I mean? So that would be my offensive guy, the lunatic. On defense, who do I want to see play better? On defense, for me, Don Terry Poe. Mm. He's got to play better and, and open up more for the, for the linebackers because these guys are still getting blown up at the second level. And uh, they're able to earn chunks on the running game, and I don't like that. I don't like these guys running on first down, and and here we are, um, second and and four, second and short. That ain't going to cut it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'm going to start with defense first. I'm going to go with Jalen Smith. He has a huge task in containing and spying Russell Wilson. I think you're going to see because Jalen Smith really spy Russell Wilson almost on every play. So I want to see him be elusive, side to side, play loose, and, and contain help contain Russell Wilson there uh, on, on the QB spy aspect of it. So I, I'm looking there, and then on the offense side of the ball, I mean, good call out, good call out. I, I want to see Connor Williams have a better game on the offense side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he had two yeah. big tasks, um, you know, yeah. week one and week two. But you know, I, this this is where men are made, right? Third time's a charm. I want to see Connor Williams have a better game. Great, 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 great question, lunatic. Great question indeed, and that was a great selection by you, Mike. Connor Williams, yeah, man. If I could do a redo, I would do that. <laughs> but still, I still like mine. I, I want to see Gallup. I like Gallup. Let's get it. Let's get it going, baby. You know what? It's crazy. You said Gallup because during the game, I was like, "Where the f is Gallup?" <laughs> and then yeah. he had that the, the the post route, and I was like, "Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is with the clutch catch." <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, I love Michael Gallup. He's one of my favorite players, man. I want to see him it, succeed. 
Dude, dude dude's a baller. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree no. with Mike McCarthy. The guy's the guy's a number one wide receiver all day long. Yeah, yeah, number one all the way, man. Great question, the lunatic. Appreciate you, man. Let's see what else I got here, guys. Let's see if we'll take maybe one or two more before we two more questions. We'll do two more. I'm feeling pretty good than that. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what else we got here, guys. Questions and comments. Let's see. Uh, here's one by the guru, Mike. The guru. Will Kellen Moore be aggressive on the road versus Seattle, or will Kellen be conservative on the road, Mike? Great question, and it, and it's really hard to say. I just want now if if up tempo is being aggressive, then I guess I I want him to be aggressive. Um, because we, the, this offense just, they're more fluid to me when, I mean, I, I think they had like three 80 yard, 90 yard drives or whatever it was to, and, and they scored, um, I, up tempo wise. And uh, I, I just want them to be up tempo and, uh, I, I need this defense to stay ready, get another three and out and go down there and score again. I, I don't want that chip Kelly, Philadelphia Eagle crap where they're scoring yeah. in 90 damn seconds, but I want some good methodical drives up tempo, you know, uh, smart decision. And if you go for a two point conversion in this game, do not do that stupid play you did against the Falcons. A little toss out to Zeke. That, that crap pissed me off. <laughs> hey man. Okay, yeah, that 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 was a good play that kind of made me like, what the heck, hey, dude. But the one that I really didn't like, and even McCarthy mentioned this, was that uh, that sneak. It was like what fourth and five or some crazy fourth crap. and five. Yeah, he said he could have back. it back. Yeah, yeah, he said he could have that one back. So and it was well, funny. I like that, he, though. Even in the commentary, they were like, "That's a bit far. What is he doing?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is a bit far, but it just shows that Mike, Mike McCarthy ain't going to back down. You know, do, we're going to win this game. That. I do, though. Yeah. That. He, he's going for it. You know, we've been asking for that with Garrett here not being that. So we can't have it both ways. So I'm like, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you I'm took the words right out of my mouth because I was about to tell the fans, listen, we got we we, we scolded Garrett for, yeah. for being too conservative. Now we got a coach that has some cojones, and now we're going to bash him for trying to win us the game. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Let's praise our head coach for trying to put us in the best position to win. And we did win, by the way. Yeah. Great, great question there to Guru. Let's see what else we got here, well, guys. One more question. Who's it going to be? Question. Uh, uh, let's do this one. This will get people going. <laughs> this will get people rattled in the comments. Rattle dazzle. Here we go, Mike. If D-Law doesn't step it up, will the Cowboys move on from him, trade him? I, I got to look. What's, what's his guarantees like? That's what I got to look at. Well, I, because... I do know this. I know that after two years, they built, they have, the Cowboys have done really good in building in these two-year ejection buttons. I call them the ejection button, where after two years into his contract, they could cut bait and and the hit wouldn't be so bad. I mean, he'll be off the books quicker. So, um, but yeah, man, I think it's it's one of the the topics of the week. If you think about it, people have been talking about Demarcus Lawrence. Where where's the uh, where's the production? They asked him about it on uh, 105.3 Fan. They asked Jerry about it. So this is a topic on on fans minds and uh media so it's kind of it's kind of getting out there as to far as uh 
where's the Marcus Lawrence? You know what I mean? If we trade him in 2021, it'll be $19 million in dead money. Uh, if we trade him in 2022, it'll be an $8 million cap saving. So 2022, uh, we'll, we'll, two years, like Joe just said, would, would be where you can trade him. But for the next two years, we, I mean, he's locked in. You don't really want to take on all that cap, that cap hit. Yeah, that pretty much answers that there. Um, let's just hope that, you know, he gets whatever going. is going to happen. Get going. <laughs> yeah, just get going for me, baby. Ruben Esparza, how many hats do you own? Uh, great question because actually what, what I'm planning to do here as we do more of these videos, I'm going to start, I'm going to have one cap every show, a different cap. That's oh, that's that's fifty-two caps. You'll be seeing a whole my whole barrage, my whole barrage, because I do have my favorites. This is one of my favorites, guys. I know you guys, a lot of them. I get comments on this one, um, but I do have my favorites. This is one of them that I kind of have in heavy rotation. But I want to bring back some of the oldies, some of the goodies from back in the day when I first started this. So I'm gonna bring these in the rotation. See, yours is hats, mine is shirts. And polos, cowboy shirts and polos, and jerseys. Like, I'm not, I'm not much of a hat guy. I mean, I'll wear a hat, you know, in videos and stuff. If I got a messy hair or whatever the case might be there. But I'm more of like uh, an apparel's guy. You know, I if I have to get a hat, I'll I'll get a hat. But I'm give me a shirt, give me a jersey before I'll get a hat. The lunatic. <laughs> I love this guy. We had a historic win versus Atlanta. Now let's have a statement win versus Seattle. Dallas Cowboys for life. Poodle pinche Cowboys. Poodle pinche Cowboys. I love it, dude. I love it, man. So, yeah, man. Let's get it done. A statement win. That's really what we need. Put the league on notice that we are the real deal. A contender and not a pretender. That's it. That's it, guys. And I think um, that'll be it for tonight. Appreciate you. Bearing with me all while I was eating my snacks earlier on in the show. Appreciate you guys. I haven't eaten yet. I'm starving out of my mind. So <laughs> appreciate all you guys. And uh, Mike, appreciate you. Let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already. Yeah, Joe has it right here, right underneath me. At underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter. Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube. I'm like... I can't even believe this. I'm like almost to 3K subs, which is just ridiculous to me. And if I may tell a quick story real quick, the only reason why I did YouTube videos seven years ago was to interact with more Cowboy fans and talk to Cowboy fans. And I'm telling you, it's worked, right? <laughs> and uh, and so just really thank you guys for that. And, uh, yeah, Cowboys Corner on YouTube, Cowboys underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter. And great show. Great show, Joe. Thank you for letting me be on here talking ball with one of the best here on YouTube. Thank you indeed, Mike. Yeah, great questions and comments from all you guys. Make sure you guys hit the like button on your way out. And uh, if you're catching this on replay, hit like on the video. Continue to subscribe and support the podcast. Where can they catch the podcast, Mike? iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. Podbean, Spotify, iTunes. There we go, guys. There we go. Great show, guys. But that's all we have. We'll catch you for the next one, everybody. Peace out, everybody.